0: This is your ultimate life podcast with Kellen Flukiger.
1: Hello there and welcome to today's episode of your ultimate life. We're doing episode 559 today. And I called this one recognizing the need for change. Yesterday we had, uh, the folks that, uh, Ben and James who, uh, run a a program for men about uh, loving Goliath and talking about change and getting rid of the shackles that we all live with. And the shackles are in our minds. I wrote a book, the book of context after I had my near death experience in June of 2018. And if this is a new concept for you, or you're new to my podcast, let me tell you a little bit about what happened. In June of 2018, Joy, my wife, and I went on a cruise, and I got sick and came home with a fatal illness. And the doctor at the time, a month and a half later, or a month later, when I got out of the hospital, told me that the uh, mortality rate of what I had was 100%. The 10-day mortality rate was 100%. Uh, In other words, it killed everybody. And so my... The fact that I I died, meaning my heart stopped and so forth, was not a surprise. It's interesting because today we have this wild COVID business that's been going on for nearly two years. And, you know, we talk about two to 3% mortality rate, and that's severe, and that's a lot of people. 100% mortality rate is obviously really serious. And the good news is it's very, very difficult to get what I had, and as opposed to COVID, which is really easy to spread. So that's the good news. Anyway, casting after that event, casting off change is what we're talking about. After that event, uh, during that event, I died. My heart stopped and I had a near-death experience. And I wrote about that in Meeting God at the Door. Conversations, choices, commitments of a near-death experience. If that sort of thing interests you, and I know there's a lot of people that are very interested in that, We face mortality, either our own or others, and we think about what happens afterwards, and sometimes that's a a thing of fear and trepidation, and we don't know, or we think we don't know what's going on and what's going to happen, and so it's a fearful thing. It doesn't need to be. I was, uh, you know, blessed, I guess, or had the experience of having my heart stop and having conversations with God at the door between life in eternity, and then making choices about what to do next. And if you want to read that, it's called, uh, it's my, there's a book called meeting God at the door conversations, choices, and commitments of an near death experience. At the same time, I wrote the book called the book of context, which was something that came to me or was taught to me in the second of the three conversations. And it really plays well into the coaching stuff that I do because in order to really make progress in any field. If you're working with a coach, you need to change what you're thinking and who you're being. So the the person who wins at the collegiate level or even in national competitions is not the same person who wins at the Olympic or world level in any sport. The person that makes $1,000 isn't the same person that makes a million dollars. We become someone different as our skills Develop and one of the things we develop most of all is our mindset, what we believe is possible, and the limitations that we live into all the time. And that was what's addressed in the book of context. Now, all these books that I talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, meeting God at the door in the book of context, are on my website if you want to read any of them. Yesterday, we talked about the need for us to get rid of old stereotypes and beliefs particularly for men, but it's true for everyone, because the way that we live our lives is unnecessarily limited. We limit ourselves dramatically. We all live far below our potential until we don't. And that might sound cryptic, but it's really not. We live far below our potential until we don't. And the until we don't means until we make the choices necessary to create something new with life. So that's what today's about recognizing the need for change. I want you to take a moment right now because this podcast is about helping you live the ultimate life, a life where every day is exciting for you. You're thrilled to get up, you fly into your day. You live a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you create by serving with your divine gifts. I didn't used to live that way. I used to have part of that, I used to have money, which is only one piece of prosperity. I did not have purpose and I certainly didn't have joy. We sometimes grow up with the myth that what we do, if it creates money, it also somehow brings happiness. And that producing or creating things that others value and pay us money for is sometimes the ticket to joy. It's not. I've said that repeatedly on this podcast, and I'll say it a million more times. Money doesn't buy happiness. It buys access. It allows you to have things and go places and create experiences. Those things aren't happy. Those things don't equal happiness. It's really easy to understand. If I go to a vacation in Hawaii, and I'm not already happy, I'm not going either I'm not going with someone that I want to share the experience with. It's not in a good setup and it won't be a good and powerful and happy experience. On the other hand, if I, even if I have a ton of money and I buy class a service and first class flights and top floor penthouses and all that nonsense, it's not happy. It's enjoyable people running around serving you and all that stuff. And I've, I've had that kind of service. So I'm not speaking as a person who is just kind of talking wistfully. It was a time in my career when I had bodyguards, security. You know, I made those kinds of decisions. I had alarms installed and I couldn't go, you know, fly on this plane with a certain group of people and all kinds of restrictions because of, you know, my position. And there was lots of money that came with that. None of that was happy. But it wasn't happy not because the money was missing. It wasn't happy because my heart wasn't happy. I wasn't living into a purpose, and I wasn't creating joy. I wasn't adding good to the world. I was being a big dog, yippee, but I wasn't adding good to the world. So you, right now, I don't know where you are in the scale of 1 to 10 of happy. If I ask you, are you happy? Do you thrill with every single day? I don't know what your answer is, but I'd invite you to tell the truth. You're only talking to yourself if you're really happy. Like, do you feel that sense of joy and happiness every single day? Some people think, well, you know, you only get that once in a while. I used to think that. It's not true. I feel it now all day. From the minute I wake up this morning, I got up, I woke up, and I was thinking about this podcast and some other stuff I'm doing today, some videos and composing and studio work and clients and helping my wife. We went yesterday to the stall and rearranged her. It's an antique stall she has you know, all of that was fun. It was joyful. It was time with her. We were doing the stuff we wanted to do and it was beloved. It was beautiful and it was joyful. We also have a purpose. When we say our prayer together as a couple, we think about our purpose, which is to help people just like you discover, develop, and manifest their divine nature and gifts to live this ultimate life of purpose, prosperity, and joy, which actually has not very much to do with money. We need to eat and we need to have a place to live. So I'm not suggesting it's joyful if you're starving. But we certainly don't need anywhere near the number of things and stuff that we think we need. Anyway, so recognizing the need for change comes out of this question. Are you happy? Well, I don't know if you're happy or not. What are the chains? What are the beliefs? What are the barriers and boundaries that, that, that bound your life? What do you think is possible? Do you believe right now it is possible to live every single day in just absolute joy? Or do you think that only comes once in a while? Whatever you believe in, whatever you're experiencing right now, are you willing and interested in leveling up? Right? That's really the question. If you answer the question truthfully and you say, you know, I'm happy a little bit, but not really. There's lots of stuff I want to change. Well, that's a place to start recognizing the need for change is this episode. Sometimes, in fact, most often, uh, I work with people or talk to people and they have a set of beliefs. I can't do this. I was talking to a guy the other day that said, you know, I'm, I'm this old and he gave his age <clears throat> he had a very good job, very in demand thing, a very highly trained professional, advanced degrees and everything. So he made good coin, but he was not happy and it wasn't about the money. It was about some relationship issues and other things in his life. And then I ask, well, what are you, what do you think you can have? And he listed all these limits. I think it's too late for this. And I think I can't fix that and relationship this. And I don't know if I'm going to have my financial security set for the future, even though he made a lot more, a lot more money than a lot of people make. And so all all of those questions were only things in his mind. They were all beliefs. He was, he was laying out on a table before me, things that he believed. And I asked him, where did you get those beliefs? Where, Where did those come from? like what happened in your life. And so he listed some experiences and his thinking patterns and all the things, but every single thing that he listed was in his head. There was no empirical boundary. There was no thing that said, you know, that that forced those things to be true. And we talked about that. And he laughed a bit ruefully saying, wow, you know, that is all in my head. And but it's still real, and he was arguing for those limitations, furiously arguing for the truth of those beliefs that were in his head. Now, that's not unusual. We do that. We have beliefs that we have lived with for some period of time, and we think they're real. Boundaries. I call them your context straitjacket. Context being the sum total of things we believe about our lives in a given situation. His context straitjacket made him believe truly that he was not able to get to some of the things he listed. And we explored where those beliefs came from, certain failures, certain limitations that had happened, but they were all in the past. And they actually had no power in the present except the power in his mind that he gave them. So I'm inviting you right this minute to ask yourself what your limits are. What are your limits of joy? Who limits the amount of joy you can have? Who limits the days of joy that you can experience? Who Who limits the depth and power of the joy you can experience? Who's limiting the prosperity that you can create? Prosperity both in the context of cash, but prosperity also in health and relationships and pure joy of being alive. Who is limiting that? And what are the beliefs? Where did those rules that limit your opportunities, where do they reside? On what stone tablet are they written? Now, you're going to discover that almost all of them, and I would venture to say all of them, exist only in your mind. There is no stone tablet written by the divine that decrees you cannot have purpose, prosperity, and joy. Any limit... On that is in your head. Now, you can argue with me if you want, but I know that that's true. And I'd love to talk to you about it. You listen to this and you'd like to chat about those things, then make an appointment. Send me a message on Facebook. Get a hold of me. I'm easy to find and easy to talk to. I'd love to have a conversation because my mission, my goal is helping 10 million people discover, develop, and manifest their divine gifts in serving others, in other words, living that ultimate life of purpose, prosperity, and joy created by serving. So after you identify the limitations that you have, rather than argue for them and argue with yourself or with me or with anyone about why they are true, and in your case, why you're an exception to everything I said, let's ask a different question. Are they serving you? Are those limitations really serving you? That's the important question. Now, in one sense, because you're keeping them, the answer is yes, they are. You love them, you're married to them, you want them, and you keep them. But are they really serving you in the context of living your ultimate life? And if you tell the truth and you realize they're not, then you have recognized the need for change. You're saying, wow, I'm limited here. The limiting beliefs that I have are really all in my head. They're not really written in stone. They come from my past experience. They come from other things, but that's all in the past. There's nothing written in stone here now in this moment that says I cannot, should not, must not enjoy the purpose, prosperity and joy that I want. And if I argue for those limitations, they will continue to limit me. So if you realize at this moment that you've got self-imposed limitations that are not serving you, then I invite you to recognize you have the opportunity to change. There's so something that I know is it's never too late. No matter where you are, no matter what has happened, no matter how old you are, it is never too late to shed the views, to shed the limits, to delete the old programming everything our guys talked about yesterday, completely get rid of that. Disidentify with that old stuff. That right there is the big step. Disidentify with those old beliefs. They're not mine. I don't want them. I don't need them. I used to have them. I loved them. I cherished them. I kept them close. Now I dump them. I freely and completely release those old beliefs. When you do that, you've recognized the need for change then and only then are you ready to actually do some things because when we start doing things if we make a declaration but our beliefs keep us stuck the beliefs win every time what you really believe and what you wish for if they're in conflict what you really believe win wins every time so recognizing the need for change by identifying your limits figuring out where you got them realizing that's in the past and making a clear commitment they're done i'm done it's over they're not serving me I'm ready to walk into something new. That is a huge step forward and tomorrow we're going to keep going with this. But that step right there is a big piece of progress towards your ultimate life.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, Please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life sky with host Kellen Plukieter.